Asameshimae, my dad and sons. How are you doing today? Doshtan? Doshtan, are you good? Are we all good? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Dad and Sons, a podcast about dad and sons talking about dad and sons. And on this episode, I won't talk very much because we're going to talk about VR pretty much for the whole episode. So, George, no, we don't gotta do the whole you episode. You haven't tried VR? There's like a bunch of like porn VR stuff all over Japan. Oh, there's so much we could talk about. We've had this discussion. I have one, I have not the funds to dip into said VR world. And two, uh-huh. as I was discussing oh. with George before Matt, you found your way to our chat. Um, I live in a Japanese apartment. Literally, if I tried to do, like, even, like, Vive or, you know, going down to the bare limits of PSVR and the space that needs, I would have put the my The bare fist, limits. I would have put, like, my fist through the walls with the Vive controller almost immediately. It's kind of just like a, a an unfortunate realism that I have to come to terms mm. with that I can't jump on the mm. VR bandwagon so far. Well, well, Matt, it's it's good that we know a solution then to help our friend out. Come on, guys. Uh, what's that solution? Well, well, Matt, if you'll remember, we went to the uh, the, the 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 world famous Akihabara oh. shopping center, which uh, included <laughs> such uh, pop up VR cafe establishments as um, mm-hmm. soft on demand. Yeah, which. It- uh, it won't r- give r- you r- the games you want, but it will give you the games you need. <laughs> In this lonely time. It uh, brings interactive entertainment to a um, new, 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 new level. A new, yes. new, 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 new level, huh? Yep. So, wow. VR arcades and places like soft demand actually seemed pretty popular when matt yeah. and i were there last yeah. march are they still I mean, kicking they, they they're pretty much the same as like game centers arcades over here like there are just things people just can't afford to have right they can't afford to just shell out fucking more because you know, of space than anything else in Japan, which well, right? for vr is a super relevant concern like i actually think this is actually going to really hurt it Yes. Or, or, or shape Japan, people's so. house is, layouts in the future, either or. Either or, either or. But, but saying that, the PSVR has been sold out in Japan since it launched. I don't know whether that's a limitation on the, the units Sony released in Japan, but it has been harder to get hold of than the Switch was initially. So well, it's not room-scale VR, so it doesn't matter. It tries yeah. so hard. Come yeah, on, like you it's give like it baby like VR, you know, For adorable points. <laughs> okay, let me explain. Let me explain, Matt. It's not that bad. It's not. It's it's okay compared to like the high end stuff you're used to. I will admit that the PSVR is a lower end solution. But the thing is, <laughs> is that the headset itself is of a perfectly fine quality. It can mm-hmm. display 4K. I I don't know if it can go up to 2K. I know it can. D- I know we can do 2K. I don't know if it can go up to 4K. I still have yet to do the official tests on the PC. But with the PS4 Pro, you can view 4K content in it. You can also download a program to run it on PC and more or less fool your PC into thinking it's a Vive. I believe that the actual technical specs of the headset itself are on par with the Vive. It's just that the content you see on PS4 is usually of a much lower quality and lower resolution because uh, the PS4 can't handle games like your gaming PC can. However, the games that they do have 
have like triple A quality expertise in them. They got optimization mm. tricks. They know the magic on how to hit 60 FPS and still have it look like PS3 level quality in some of the demos. Some some dev teams have figured out the engineering better than others. Some games just flat out handle motion control better than others. It's very very strange because the PS uh VR's real Achilles heel is in how it tracks the motion controllers. Yeah. And if there's one thing about it that actually is cheap, like almost mobile level quality garbage, it is the solutions it uses to track those uh, wand controllers, which are reverse engineered from the previous situation to from the previous situation, the previous generation to play uh, motion controller eye toy games like um, Just Dance. And when you raise your arms up very, very high or very, very low, as is often demanded in Job Simulator, um, I would just be waving my wands outside of the view of the camera. They would get cropped out from a very letterbox 16 by 9 view of my couch. Imagine, if you will, a frame that uh, is a basic rectangle cinematic 60 by 9 cinema frame and in that frame are three couch cushions of equal size that's about as well as the PS uh, VR camera was able to look at my couch from the default setup of 4 feet away I had to move the couch 6 feet back by that I mean 2 extra feet I, I, I had to slide it back and kind of block the way to my kitchen you know how, how it works Matt yeah got like Damn. Like the, the the couch in front of the TV that's in the way of the kitchen doorway if it wasn't scooted closer. So people with small apartments who live in countries like Japan. I remember having are, to do all this uh, nonsense for like the Kinect, but I imagine it's a lot more worth the fucking effort with the VR. It's, it's than worth it, it and it's also Kinect. surreal testing for this because you you find out whether or not your room is vr ready by whether or not like job simulator has you digging through the couch in real life <laughs> to find a piece of clutter that dropped from your desk in the game oh boy i put i put the lady friend on job simulator and it was a wreck it was a disaster it was an it was an unmitigated clusterfuck of a of a of a of an evening where the the height was not calibrated correctly the camera was looking at the wrong angles there the, the why, your why space you has got to be reset orientation yeah. button on your keyboard well George? okay there's 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 a reset orientation button on the controller and for some games and all videos it'll let you reorient yourself wherever you want to be and just use the headset's gyroscope however for job simulator and super hot um, Ooh, they super. want you standing at a certain spot in your living room, regardless of how hard you try. They want you at a six foot distance straight ahead of the camera, no matter how, where, why, and, and for how long you hold that, that recalibrate button. Hmm. Whereas for most video content and the like music triv uh, m music visualization stuff we were doing, you could just like lie back on the couch and relax. But uh Oh super there's, super there's, hot is involved. Yeah, know. it's it's Gotta it's quote the, unquote the room scale. The, the games that game. attempt the games that attempt room scale don't even let you choose your starting point. You just gotta hope that the starting point in your living room has enough space around it. Otherwise, you're fucked. <sighs> Which is sad because Super Hot is amazing. It, it's fantastic. God Damn. Almighty! When when I wish we when had the... more games like it. 
When when the PS camera is trying its darndest, when 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 you're playing that game, you see like steam come out of your machines because <laughs> the PSVR can barely handle what I'm sure you will agree, Matt, is the best VR game on the market right now. Yeah, it is. It's like I'm going through it, and I I oh man, Super Hot VR might be a contender for one of my like all time favorites. It, you you remember like. A while ago, when this game first came out, and we're on a TOVG podcast, and I said, I think Super Hot is better than the original. Like, it's almost like it was yes. built around VR. Like, yes. it, like, the regular version doesn't even mean anything. <laughs> it's just like, and it's, it's such like a who cares about the regular elegant. version? Because the, the, the freaking VR version is the rightful original. It, ah, it's so good. It just it's, works. It's. A game concept that makes perfect absolute sense in VR that plays with the existing concepts of both video games and non-analog games. It it turns out playing like Twister, but with some point-and-click puzzling element to Twister. <laughs> Twister. <laughs> really though, like you could okay, okay, so so Liam, we gotta we gotta pitch Liam on this, Matt, because you and I, we don't know. Like I, I you you early adopted it with the high end stuff. I waited for the cheap garbage to get even cheaper. <laughs> but at least we both know how yeah. in fucking credible super hot VR is. Yeah. Like so, you, so you can really you could play that with a phone <laughs> and as long as you have your hand tracked properly, you'll be fine. Like, like I can imagine it is good because I like super hot anyway. And games like that that you have to use your hands in VR is pretty much like the best at the moment. Like you were talking about Job Simulator before. The idea of using your hands in the space is, you know, without having to move your character too much is easily the best solution for the static nature of VR right now, right? Same as like cockpit gameplay, racing gameplay, all that kind of stuff where you don't have to move the actual body of the player without fucking janking around or like doing a flash dance across the screen um, oh god so i can imagine it's good but it's just you're speaking like... with expertise exactly i've i've played enough vr to understand and also get the gist of exactly what vr is all about and what its pitfalls are but it's kind of just like we're on the precipice of like whether vr is going to be something that sticks around for a long time well, obviously, we've teetered back and forth with Oculus and all the stuff that happened with Oculus and them fucking around as a shitty company with Palmer Lucky being a bit of a dick and all that kind of stuff. People were like, oh, well, that's Oculus finished. Then they're bringing out, what, the Oculus Pro or whatever it is? Like the one that's like its, uh, own it's built it's... PC as well. So you can just use I will it. Say... Oh, I thought you were talking about the, uh, the, the, the day's news, the, the HTC no, no, Pro. No, 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 no. no. No, and then obviously I think Valve and HTC are going to keep going for as long as whatever. But as we discussed last week, Valve are jumping back into game development. So does that mean they'll bring VR stuff out? And if Valve are doing VR stuff, then that's obviously a bit more serious. Because if Valve are investing I, lots of money, considering how long it takes them to make games, that will push VR probably more forward. The PSVR seems to be doing all right, but there's not been like there's not been like the the I think like Resident Evil 7 is kind of like the biggest game that has had the VR work well for it, whereas everything else has been kind of of the super hot level. It's not like the AAA studios like dipping into it. So it's like, is it like an uh, investment? You, you that's played Farpoint? 
I haven't played it, no. But that's not like a triple A studio, though. It's like a pseudo triple A game. It's not like a triple A studio. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they got like support. I mean, I mean, the Farpoint <laughs> box is just like covered in PlayStation Blue with uh, the the telltale signs that it was a more of a second party effort than anything else. I I'll, I'll say what I said before um, on a previous podcast. VR is pretty much here to stay. I would say I'm gonna go ahead and be the the insane person as George called me <laughs> before. I think VR is here to stay. It's either going to be you know something that everyone uses, or it's going to be replaced by something that is easier, more convenient, or it will become easier and more convenient. Yeah, because it's not just games that this is affecting; it's affecting everything. It's being adopted everywhere. See, the idea that I wanted out of VR, the thing that excited me the most, was the idea of being in a tiny Japanese apartment where I can't have like a giant 4K TV, but I still want that experience. My thing that I wanted was to no, I wanted the like cinema mode thing. Mm-hmm. I wanted gonna... that to be perfect. Like I wanted the cinema mode, like where I can play a regular PS4 game in the cinema mode, and it looked like I'm playing a game on a giant fucking theater screen. Yeah, like, so that's what I wanted. Give but the resolution that isn't one that more, good. It's not that give good. Give it one more generation for the yeah. resolution to get bumped up a notch, and you're probably good. Yeah. I yeah. sat back on the couch and played Sonic Mania, a low resolution pixel art game on the cinema mode in VR, and that game actually looks fine. In fact, I don't know, this might be me, like, really, really, really getting deep into the honeymoon period here, but I actually (laughs) almost liked the slight shimmering and anti-aliasing that the Mm -hmm. low resolution gave to the pixel art of uh, of Sonic Mania. For, for, For an actual 3D polygonal game, you can sit back and play... Uh, them on the the VR cinema display, but it's really going to work for games that run at a lower yeah. resolution by default. But you also I, get the weird, that, hang, weird janky head movement sometimes that just like it still mm-hmm. doesn't feel like you're naturally huh? playing a game, like in the what cinema mode. Talking? Like when no, you move no. your head, because it's like it is one to one, but it's not as no, perfect as your that. actual head. Yeah, there is, there is. Yeah, I've played the cinema I mean, mode. I've played the cinema mode, and there have been screen tearing when i move it for the screen that i'm playing the game on i think you have a bad experience man because no, i completely ruined the experience like you, you can't have that at all it was like moving your head like in the cinema mode would make the the cinema screen of which you're playing the game sort of screen tear a little bit if you moved it at quite janky mm, motions okay. i mean you obviously wouldn't do that but Moving your head around naturally is kind of something you just do, especially if you're playing for prolonged periods. And I guess maybe it was just a bad experience, but that was just that was my experience. It's so. not supposed to do that. Like okay. I guarantee, Did. like I've I've watched too much stuff. Like um, I was watching some of their uh, like short films that they had in cinema mode, and you can be in a theater. And I I always always wanted to be able to like sit down with a couple of online friends in a theater. A virtual theater and watch something that would be pretty cool but the resolution is not there yet but yeah i've never yeah i've never had that issue at all the only issue i ever have with cinema mode is that the resolution is just not good enough and i want the fov to be bigger the fov is just not there 
even though you you it kind of melts away after you get inside the game i still want it to be bigger yeah for sure i'm not used to fov resolution seems like the one clear path to solving a lot of problems which i like actually it makes me feel like video games have a um defined path of technological progress informing software design at this point like menus and vr games are built to spec of a very low resolution the way you saw menus in in seventh gen games when oblivion first came out have only like three items per tile there's a lot of really stupid bullshit that we're putting up with but you can spot the the technical ways to fix it there's there's abstract art stuff like motion sickness that will uh well may have to be fixed more through um changing genres and gameplay design which actually has me more excited as well because that means that we're currently languishing in a period of like tank controls and pre-rendered backgrounds because uh the the gpu race is still not accelerated to the point where they can render um usual quality levels and graphics in both eyes at 60 frames per second at at a 1080p resolution minimum and as as i can now attest through psvr 1080p is now not enough 1080p was fine for a good year in fact i felt no temptation at all to buy 4k tvs now i get it 1080p looks bad when stretched across one's entire person field of view of their space at, at 4k you have uh, a cleaner VR image, and that sounds like way more useful of a purpose for technology than than having a cleaner 80-inch TV image. And and also, VR video is something that kind of changed my mind that I didn't get to experience before. VR mm -hmm. video is an amazing medium yeah. that just plain feels like the next logical... Step. iterative objective step to telecommunications technology in general it feels like you are consuming more information for the same amount of time and trouble that you get from watching a regular video now you can now read you're talking about not the 2d plastered video you're talking about like 3d video correct yeah yeah videos where the you camera can... is a 360 degree or 180 degree camera and you can move your head from a point of view side perspective yeah and, or, and, or or top bot there's naming convent i i know i know I'll, yeah. I'll be getting into it <laughs> it's like i went deep last time like figuring out like what's good video and what's not i watched a lot of stuff i went into dark areas i went everywhere in vr like it's quite interesting to see how things have come and like being able to see like i, I gave this example before uh i think vice is the one who did it during a protest they had a vr camera and just and being that able means to that, that you're not going to be able to miss anything yeah like it's you, you can't propagandize that yeah like like you can see newsworthy events from the eyes of people involved in them and that's a powerful evocative experience i can't wait to see vr footage get used to like disprove claims in court I I saw a, a series that the New York Times did where they were covering hurricane damage in Haiti and just like seeing foreign poverty on on an eye level with a sense of scale to it is mm -hmm. it, it it gave me a, a, an effect to to the, the the human interest weepy sappy side of the story that I don't think would have been accomplished if there was just a uh, 
even if there was really good video coverage of hurricane damage in Heidi, it's less powerful uh, putting yourself in the perspective of someone standing amid the wreckage. Um, it's, that's more powerful than seeing a photograph taken by someone standing amidst the wreckage. I uh, watched the the White House tour, the People's House, hosted by by the Baracks. And when I um <laughs> had the camera like face to face there with with a former U.S. president, I was just thinking to myself, "Oh my God, people can now be susceptible to the charisma of world leaders firsthand." The first presidential debate televised in VR is going to be differently read than people who do not experience it in VR. People who experience these events in VR are going to be able to read the mood. They're going to be able to read the body language of the audience in a way that viewers could not otherwise. They're going to be able to maybe hear things that viewers would not be able to otherwise. They'll get they'll get a one-on-one face-to-face impression of what uh, what the candidate speaking styles are like. And that's mm-hmm. something that has to be conveyed from a observer um, in a report before. Now it's something that you can just plug into and know what that room was like from the perspective of that camera, no matter how they try to editorialize it. Like, I don't doubt this is cool. I, it all sounds really cool to me. Like, it really does. And the one thing I've really wanted to try is the Google VR. Like, that, I've spent countless hours, like I'm sure many have, just fucking browsing Google Street View in random ass places on the world. Just like, I'm never going to go to fucking arse end of some place. So I'm just going to go look at it on Google Street View. Like, the idea of doing that in Google VR is, like, immensely cool to me. But I just don't foresee a time when I personally will shell out the money for this until you're not alone. No, I know what we're saying. You're not alone. I I think eventually it's going to become something very easy. It's getting cheap. Like I remember the Oculus was two fifty, two fifty. You know how much I paid? You know how much I paid? Two fifty with, with the freaking touch. Come on, man. Come on. Like, I was just, it was like some crazy deal. Like, trust me, like, it's going to get cheap. It's going to get super cheap, and you're going to be like, yeah, yeah, I'll pick it up. <laughs> it's just for too 100 inaccessible bucks. <laughs> at the moment in terms of, like, if you're just casually going to use it. Like, the PSVR yeah. is obviously your best bet, but even George's has a fucking shuffle around his couch, whereas... If I wanted to shuffle around my couch, I'd have to put it on my fucking roof because there's just nowhere yeah. it would go. So it's more of like, well, I'd like to try it, but it's just not going to happen yet until they can figure and like, I, I some sort of don't... simulation, like simulating like with the Switch can do with the Joy-Cons, like where the positioning is, depending on if it's locked into something. Like doing that with the with the controls, so they don't have to go through the camera. So you can just walk around in like a space. Like that is kind of like what I'm waiting for. Yeah, and I bet you're only gonna have to give it one more generation. What I actually am so excited about this is that this means the next generation of consoles are gonna focus on VR. They're gonna be built for gimmicks conducive to a VR experience. They're not just gonna be a 
and an Xbox One X, a PS4 Pro. They're not going to be the same thing with slightly improved graphics. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can tell the PS4, the PS4 VR has a box that comes out of the cables attached to the PS4 VR that have cables coming out of it that attach to another box on its way to the wall. Technology can just get smaller at this point, and it will greatly, vastly improve the experience. I will be uh, that guy, though. I will be that guy and say, if they don't completely, 100% figure out the cinema mode to be, like, perfect 4K resolution, like you're looking at it, I don't want it to be full-on gimmicky like the Wii... Or, or like a whole, we have the whole next generation of PS5 where they only have the resources to focus on VR, and then they put all their eggs in one basket, and we have like the motion controller generation, but for VR. So then we we lose so much of just like normal gaming that we have right now, which is very good with the 4K. Like things are getting nice and better, but we're also getting like very good games out of it. I don't want us to then revert what, back to a good whole out generation. There right now? That's AAA. Like, what is good, though? There's so much good. They need they need to do some VR games. Like AAA do, but then you get stuff like the God of War previews that came out yesterday, and I am like not a fan of God of War very much. Forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah. But the God of War previews were fucking incredible, and you know you've had Nino Kuni two as well. That's been that's just like a very traditional JRPG. It's not going to be for everyone, but it comes out and it gets like you know 85 on Metacritic. You're like that's kind of just like the normal gaming space. Well, I think we can all agree on. But what I don't want to happen is for us to fall into what we had in like 2009, 2010, where we had that almost whole generation, not a whole generation, but whole three years of like the Xbox, PS3 and the Wii, where like everything had tactile motion controls to it. And it was just shit. It was just shit. It was so shit. Like the Wii was a console that sold millions and got away with it, but it never really reached the potential of what it could do. You could say, up until the Switch, really, it still quite hasn't got it in terms of motion controls, and it probably never yeah. will. Motion controls the- has now only been enhanced by VR. But what I don't want to happen is the PS5 come out, the Xbox One X2, whatever the fucking dumb name it'll be named, comes out, and they're like, we're going to focus completely on VR, like, you're not going to have to, you're not going to need a TV, you can do everything through cinema mode, and then for stuff to be like, well, the resolution's not quite right, the... The VR needs, like, a lot of space. It needs, like, all these finicky, like, things to be attached to your wall so it can measure where you are in your room and if your room's not, like, a certain size. And then already you're like, well, I can't play half the games on this console because everyone has to then start developing for VR because that's the main propriety gimmick to this console. It's troublesome, in a way. And I'm, I'm happy with where VR is right now as, like, this side piece to everything else. Like, I happily own a PS and I could buy a PSVR and it could be uh, an even better experience, right? But at the same time, it's still a good experience on its own. What I don't want to happen is for VR to be the the next big thing, but still not quite be there. So then everyone's focusing on it and having to develop for it because that's where the money is, but it not be quite right like motion controls. Like that's my worry because the motion controls never got good. It ruined three years of video gaming and... I'm I'm just like a little nervous about that. A little. I can understand that VR is good and great. I just don't want it to sacrifice other things. I want it to be like its own zone, its own thing that gets better and you can just opt into it at any time. 
Like you're like, oh, now you know the Vive Pro is coming out, and it yeah, it costs a fucking ton of money, but the resolution is incredible. Like that's like that's not going to affect my like playing of Nino Kuni 2 or God of War. It's like an additional experience I can have. I just don't want everything to be integrated like the dumb shit that's happened in the past. If that makes any sense to you. I don't know if, uh, but uh, but I. It's not like three years were ruined. I really hated those years because every fucking game was the same shoulder cover shooter, modern military. What did that have to do with motion controls? But that was the only opposite to the motion controls. Everything either had the motion controls in it, or the opposite was that AAA was just doing the same shit in terms of, like, no one could experiment, no one could do shit, because it was stuck in, like, two rivaling dumb areas. One being like, oh, we have to make this gimmicky add-on crap because the Kinect's out, or the, the... the PS, what are they called? The Wands. And, you know, the Wii obviously is the Wii. You fucking shake the controller. I just don't want the VR to, like, be the dominating thing about the next consoles. I don't think it will be. But, like, when you hear all the stuff like, oh, PS5 is going to be solely... Like, you can play it solely in the PSVR headset that comes with it. For one, that bumps the price (laughs) up already. Massively. And just, like... You're like, uh, I kind of just wanted that. to stay with it. Wow. They would do that. Oh, I think that's more of a, like, two-generation prediction yeah, than a one-generation prediction. That's when VR becomes, like, such a part of our lives. Ready by one. It's just totally, like, a, an understandable step. You know, it's just like, yeah, of course. Also, yeah, one thing that I think you got to experience for yourself to change your mind that us talking will never do is uh, convincing you that motion controls got way better over the past generation. Oh, they have. Like you, And that's you, why you the PS1s like... are bad is because it's from a generation ago. Yes. It took, like, five years of reiterating and also for VR to make motion controls even worth it. Like, if VR hadn't come along, motion controls would still be garbage. But they're not, because VR came out and they were an incredibly already convenient way of interacting in that space. Well, they're also using fisheye IR sensors that aren't supposed to really be cameras. Unlike the PS Move. And I imagine it will with VR. What I don't want to do is I don't want a Wii situation where the Wii was fine on its own, but then you had everyone competing to do the same, just terribly, and then getting it in the way of everything else. So if, for example, the Vive Pro comes out and is fucking incredible then every fucker's going to want to do it. Like, everyone's going to start developing for it. Everyone, all the console, like, you've already seen, obviously, PlayStation have done their thing. What's happening with the Xbox and the Oculus, like, partnership as well? Like, that's going to be expanded upon. This This is all kinds of stuff, you know, that just gets caught up in... Xbox is already fast... coming out with cardboard, man. Yeah, but it, it, it it's, like... They jump too quickly on things for fear of being left behind. It's the they whole haven't Bitcoin jumped on quickly that... enough. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is when they do... The they Oculus came out three, three years ago. They take three or four years to then get it right. And you have three or four years where everyone's development resources goes into shitty games. 
and it stunts the growth of oh, everything man, else. Hate her. But super hot VR is so good. It is because it's made by an independent studio that get to do what they want. But when you have like AAA studios or like the majority of big studios developing crap for VR that just they're pushing out because it makes money. Like they did with motion controls. It's a panicky it's situation. Everything you good. say. The London just, Heist is like one of my favorites. Everything you say just reminds me of the documentary Danny put out uh, of Warframe. It's exactly yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> Which is a good documentary, by the way. People should watch that. It's really good. Yeah, it's actually really good. It's, it's you, really you might good. have to explain this one to me. he's talking about like being pushed to create things and people denying like actual original ideas um over and over again no matter yeah and that's why i like triple a garbage devs doing it is because they'll actually have the budget to accomplish the spectacle that people want when they say no good stuff has been made in vr yet yeah but good stuff has been made in vr already this is what i'm trying to say like i want vr to continue as it is on its own like its own other zone of gaming it, I, that's what i've said like i want it to i'm pretty sure it will be for like the next 10 years but that's, then after those totally 10 fine. years it's totally fine you might you you might oh, have no choice God. but to but to swim with us well oh he's gonna be then, swimming hopefully. with us way before then come over <laughs> come over to my house I'll yes, show Matt. you the light. Okay, I'll just buy the plane ticket. That costs more money than the actual VR to come try the <laughs> VR. <laughs> well, since you have been a hater, um, I'm going to go ahead and be the hater. Okay, okay I'm going to okay. go ahead and be um, ha- it, it looks like I've been robbed again. Okay. Wait, what? what? I bought Final Fantasy 15 oh, okay. on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When you so say this, robbed, wait, I, let me ask. Uh, Matt, is this for the first time ever? You mentioned you'd written podcast notes. Is it to shit all over Final Fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear I won't go through, dude. I wrote a lot. Like it's just anger. <laughs> anger just wrote all through it and i'm like i'm not gonna go through all of this i'm not has anyone played final fantasy 15 please liam have you played it yes yes okay thank god thank god okay so that means you can tell me how much of an idiot i am um all right so you can balance me me here let me hear what you say first let me let me digest what it is you have with it Final Fantasy 15 is a janky Kingdom Hearts with dated open world and a lot of ex machina moments. A lame yeah. ass. <laughs> it's okay. Like I didn't just to give you some backstory. I've been waiting for this game for a long time. Um we I <laughs> like like when when it was announced years ago, yeah, I was like, it's "Oh versus, snap, right? we yeah, gonna do it!" And it, it w- huh? When it was announced as versus thirteen back in the day, like, yes, going all the way back, all the way back, all the way back, where I was like, oh, "Okay, some of the Kingdom Hearts guys gonna be working." And I, I like Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts, like regardless of the story, like you have that magic there that you don't you don't really get with a lot of stuff, you know, like, I don't know. It's, I guess when you grew up with Disney and you get to go back to these worlds, there's a little bit of nostalgia that hits into there and just being there with, um, you know, some like 
some some very cutesy characters talking about friendship. It's just it's just fun to to play. Um, so it's, it's so I was like, okay, Final Fantasy 15 is gonna be like the grown up Kingdom Hearts. Um, and I avoided everything. I avoided news. I avoided reviews. I avoided everything until this point because I heard it was coming out for Windows, and I was like, I'm gonna play that. Kind of like what I do for Monster Hunter. I just avoid everything until I buy it. Um, I think that was a bad decision <laughs> to do that because uh, I should have looked it up because I didn't expect this because you see the live like the live stream was great. They announced the uh, the anime series Brotherhood. They announced uh, King's Glaive and all this stuff. They showed some really good video and I mean brilliant marketing. Because yes. the final product is nothing like it. It is it, like I press A. Let me to give you a description, George. Like when you go up to an item and it says press A to pick up, you jump. George, you jump. You yeah. don't pick it up. You have to wait till he like settles down. Wait two seconds and then you press mm. A again. How does it get this unpolished? Immersive. Triple A. You, you can really feel real like it's your back getting pained when your when your character bends over to pick a piece of uh, garbage off the ground, huh? Yeah, it's, it's and you pick up a lot of stuff because you want to upgrade Gladios. You know. I okay, like just before I people tune out. I'll say what I enjoyed. Okay, I really enjoyed the brothers. Okay, yeah, absolutely. That like, is so the good. best part of the game. That's what they did mostly right. They could have. Oh man. Oh man. They could have done that so much, so much better if the rest of the game was was there, but it wasn't. Because there were moments like you can kind of tell like. It, there was like different teams working on the cinematics because the cinematics were like amazing. Like the, not, not just the way they look, just the way it was done, the way it was delivered. It, it, it evoked an emotion that the game was lacking. And then you go back to the game and it makes no freaking sense. It makes like, okay. Um, especially like um, Final Fantasy, if for people who play Final Fantasy 15, like the ending scene after the credits was really good, really good. Like the yeah. like actors are great. You know, it, it has nothing to do with that. It has a lot to do with just the writing and the way they took out pieces of the game um, for you to watch on the side. So you have to watch Clean's, uh, King's Glaive. You have do you to. You have to. You have to. You would. Oh, all right. Yeah. So this is what they do. I, I would. You. You. Usually, you play, I would be like, maybe you get away with it, but I actually think Kingsglaive is pretty fucking integral to even starting the Final Fantasy mm. fifteen game. So George, this is what they do. You play the first chapter, which is a couple hours. Then Noctis has flashbacks to what happens in King uh, Kingsglaive, like in in a dream or something like that. I'm pretty sure they're just like kind of saying like, oh, this is this is what happened. This you remember this movie that you watched? This is what happened right now. And then you find out what happens, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to spoil it. 
and you're like, and I didn't watch anything. I, I went in here blind. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Well, what the, what the hell? <laughs> it was the most you... unacceptable thing I've ever seen. And it's Remember. not the first time they do this. They do this with the Omen trailer as well when he falls asleep. Back in the, the TOVG podcast days, we were like debating whether or not it was relevant enough to watch this stuff. But then lo and behold, a PC announcement of FF. I, I decide I want to watch it. But then before I play the game, lo and behold, a PC announcement of FF15 happens. Lo and behold, the game actually comes out. It gets kind of a lukewarm reception. I end up not watching it. I end up never playing it. Yeah, I. It, that's what happened. I end up never watching it. And I was like, oh, when it comes on the Windows, I'm going to give it a try. Because I've been waiting for this game forever. Ever. Yeah. And I don't, like, forever. It was part of my, like... I don't know, like back then, years ago, I was like, I was hyped up on some of this stuff. You know, I was, just, I, it was, I didn't care about 13 and lightning. I didn't, I cared about verses. Um, so Kingsglaive, okay. The, the reason why, all right, Kingsglaive is actually cool for the most part. It like serves this purpose. And then near the end of the story it starts to shit on himself shit on itself like like a dog what, like, trying oh, to poop on its poop upside oh. down like the poop is just oh. sliding down oh. like it's yeah like all right like um there's a lot of there's a lot of side plot and back plot that just doesn't get enough love so when it happens you don't feel anything much um and it, there there's this whole and and part of that side plot means completely nothing because of a plot twist that happens near the end of the movie it 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 almost makes it that you wasted half of the movie watching dialogue that you really didn't need to see um and it looked cool <laughs> That's that's pretty much it. At the end of that, it looked cool, um, and that kind of what happens what, what happens in in the in the game is just characters that are introduced. They they're just they're just kind of there. Like Luna, the only reason why I know her is because of the movie, and they they do her well in the movie, even though I feel like I I, I don't want to spoil it. it who can who get look there's a part <laughs> there is a part where they escape three or four times and for some reason the evil guy keeps catching up oh like in peace walker like it's the most ridiculous thing ever and they have like this 10 minute fight and all of a sudden he's like oh i'm gonna catch up to luna and luna's like already out the city and then for some reason <laughs> he catches up in like two seconds it it's, there's a lot of ridiculous stuff in that in that movie, but it's good to look at. Um, <laughs> all right, it, here, here, Liam, you, you give me some, give me some, give all me some right, back okay, talk okay, here, man. Okay, 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 okay. So, bottom line, I enjoyed Final Fantasy 15. Okay, For why? Where it came and what happened to it, and we have seen games like Duke Nukem Forever and fucking games that take 10, 12 years to get developed. 
And especially like a huge AAA studios that go through massive changes. The fact that 15 even came out is massive. And the fact that it came out and was not a bad game. I would... I think there's a weird dividing line where people either really don't like it or people really like it. But that doesn't negate the fact that I don't think it's a bad game. Like, even if you don't like it, you can't really say it's a bad game because it's a solid piece of video. It's not very buggy. Yeah, you have, like, things with the controls, like Noctis, his turning circle is fucking as wide as a fucking 18-wheel truck. (laughs) And, you know, they're picking up stuff and he jumps a lot. Like, that kind of stuff is like, yeah, The Witcher 3 has stuff like that. But The Witcher 3 is like... What? uh, Like, The Witcher 3, like... Geralt's movement pretty similar to Noctis's. His turning circle's no. massive as well. No. I, I think so. No. Like, and also, You're a lot stressing. of people have the problem. Oof. A lot of people have problems with the combat in The Witcher, but that doesn't change the fact that it's one of the highest rated games of all time, right? That's that's my point. I would. I would Wait, say, which version of The Witcher did you play? I like the combat, but I think if you Googled Witcher 3 combat, you would probably come up with more negative points than bad points in because general. Because they're. They, they don't know how to play the game. <laughs> yes, agreed. I think. I but, think. But so, what but did Final Fantasy 15 aspect like? No, 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 no. It no, is no, broken. No, no, nah, nah, nah. It's nah, broken. Calm down. calm down. You just calm like down. you warp stripe and then you 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 fly away and then you keep doing it over and over again. And you there are okay. ways definitely to exploit the game easily. But when you get into it and you start treating it more like a game where you can combo different weapons together because you can summon weapons, which I really like, you could do some flashy stuff in it that I actually really enjoyed. My biggest problem with it at the time, because I haven't gone back to it and played it, and actually it's funny you bring it up because I have been thinking of going back to it since the Windows version came out, I didn't like the fact that you couldn't play as the other characters. Because they all had a very unique style. Like, you could call them yeah. and command them to do stuff. But, like, the 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 fact that you couldn't play them individually, like, uh, hot-swapping between them and switching characters like you can in other RPGs, really and frustrated me. Because it's fucking 2016 or whenever it came out. Like, you should be able to do that. Like, Prompto with his guns and Ignis, like, with his, like, gloves and shit, punching shit, and Gladio with his giant sword, all play supremely different to Noctis. Mm-hmm. And they all have their qualities, right? But Noctis has this thing where he has, like, 12 different weapons he can summon. So they obviously wanted you to focus on Noctis. Yeah, Unless you stack that, right? a bunch of <laughs> HP regeneration, so, so that was, it doesn't that was matter. One, that was one big problem I had with it. But in terms of just actually using Noctis, yeah, you could exploit it. But when you got into it and you were doing, like, flashy combos and you were, like, warping away and then warping immediately in, doing a huge combo, switching weapons, it felt good to me. Like, I, I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed watching it, because it it's, it's a good-looking game, no doubt. But I do agree with you. The open world is absolutely subpar. It's not it really is, an open world. It's a deserted It's like they land. made it years ago, and it, they yeah. did. <laughs> they did they make did. it years ago. And also, you drive across it, and it's like you can listen to, like dancing mad on the radio but like i can fucking do that on youtube like it's kind of boring like the open world i don't think the open world does it any favors in actual gameplay i beat this Um, game in 30 hours right the main story yeah the main story and i did a lot of like hunts and stuff because i i enjoyed the hunts for the most part like at least in the beginning when i was learning the combat and 
because like the learning curve is pretty ridiculous after a while. Um, yeah, it gets tough in some areas. Like it really it, gets tough. But there you don't know why it gets tough. Crushing. It just kind of gets tough because they give mm. you these weapons and they say, here, it takes your life. And then you, you just don't get it. You, you, it's hard for you to get it, to understand how all like how this is how you're supposed to use something uh, it, it's like the the game the game is it doesn't explain everything when it comes down to the plot when it comes down to the gameplay when it comes down to anything it just doesn't explain anything so and and when it is explained especially the plot it's it's not it's not good it's okay so flipping back to that yeah. then because the other major thing is the story right oh Wait, wait, wait. The open world, like... Yeah, okay. well, it's like kind of like... The open world, there isn't much to just, say just, about it. It's not... Yeah, <laughs> just for George. I just want to... George, imagine Sonic 06, but in Final My Fantasy. My favorite. Yeah. Oh, you, like, that's You know how not... the NPCs are all generic, and they're all like kind of like... <laughs> they look like, like doing. Li- <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> their dialogue boxes at you <laughs> they, they have oh, a little question mark on top bad. of their heads they look like they're from a taiwanese news report the font used in this game is pretty ridiculous too but i'm nitpicking at that point like it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but re, just, I, just re, imagine because this is what it reminds me of imagine sonic like you know how you would just come across someone doing like a uh animation loop or something i'm driving kind of like wave their their hands in yeah, front of their face. yeah yeah like infinitely uh you find like these like there's just like this guy who keeps having his car break down and you just have to this go sounds... to him and give him a repair kit is oh, this world God, populated by me. new donkers <laughs> is that what happened <laughs> Oh, this is oh i i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe it i wanted a so bad tweet about this but i i know i would be mean (laughs) i know i would be mean and i don't think it deserves it i don't think it deserves me being so angry like i this is the type of when I play a game, this is the type of stuff that I just like. I don't. I'm not gonna make a video because what? Why would I make a video? I'm just gonna. Sh- I'm just gonna crap on it for like thirty minutes. Thirty. I, feel I like guarantee. This is thirty minutes. Feel- I'm just gonna crap on it. And I feel how- like this is important because I feel like this is this is more anger towards the fact that you waited for so long and was disappointed. No, 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 no. It's, it's not, not because a, I didn't it's watch anything. Not a bad game. Mm. It's not like a, a 40 rating Metacritic. It's not Sonic 06. It's not that bad. See, that's the it's thing. A- it is over 80%. How? How? All right, you said you were going to talk like about this- the story. Go go ahead and talk about it. Go ahead and talk about so, the story. So I feel like the story of the, the, the universe is interesting. Like, in terms of, like, what they've done with the universe of Final Fantasy XV, there is an interesting story in there the way they've segmented it into multiple difference of mass media like film and mobile games and uh, you know the actual game is fucking terrible it's super bad it's it's really bad but in terms of like how i felt after i finished the game because 
I'm not going to go in too much into spoilers, but there's one thing I really like in terms of like stories I enjoy. I love a good hero's journey, all right? And I love progressive growth. And if there's one thing I like about Final Fantasy XV, because as you said, the best aspect of the game is the bros, and I agree. Mm-hmm. The end... It's and because the, of Pronto, the, to be honest, too. The end and how they grow, and, and there is some... I mean, you might as well say it, because it's the advertisement on the Steam page. You know, there's a time skip in the game. There's a time skip in the game, and I'm a sucker for a good time skip. And then you see the other character. They, they grow, and what happens in the aftermath of everything, and then the ending, I feel is pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, in terms of, like, the overall story, like, with uh, Kingsglaive and all having to get up on that and all that kind of stuff is, is, is not great. Like, the overall story is not great. But the bros story, like, those guys growing and Noctis growing as characters, I feel like it does it okay. And, like, the ending, I actually, I got pretty emotional at the ending. Like, I feel like it's I got, quite... I, I, only after on. the credits, that scene is the only time where I'm like, oh, okay, this this is this got me. <laughs> this got yeah. me. But the yeah. story, no. no like, yeah, the, the overall Liam, story Liam, is not he gets good. sucked no, no, into this this object <laughs> and then he for for he, you know, boom boom for a couple years, like and then he just wakes hey, What is that? Ca- what ca- is ca- that, I, Liam? I have a question. Yes. I mean, Dragon Ball has hyperbolic time chambers, so I mean, it's like... But but he not... just wakes up? He just wakes up in some... some uh, <laughs> like, uh, Jesus? So, way back when the game launched, it wasn't actually... The, the lukewarm reception I was referring to, the thing that actually specifically turned me off, is... Uh... Step one, a lot of fans were griping over a chapter 13 or a chapter 30. Oh, yeah, that's, like, I believe that's old news. That, that was the just number a three with the was... game mechanic. That was, it was okay. far too hard in one aspect they... of the area. That was easily fixed. No, but the thing, the real thing here is that... Wait, wait, George, because I think before you outdate yourself by mentioning anything, like, there's a big thing about Final Fantasy XV has changed so much since it launched that it's not even close to being the same game. That's so exactly like what game, I was going to ask. Yeah. It's still bad. Is it better now? It's is it still so? bad. <laughs> it's still bad. Because they said still... they were going to patch the thing that the fans didn't like, and I was just going to wait for that patch, and then I was going to watch Kingsglaive, turn the lights off, uh, shut myself out from the outside world for 30 hours, and finally get around to playing it, if they patched the thing they said they were going to patch, that I don't even know that much about because I don't want to spoil what was bad about it in the I, first place i think i think in order to enjoy this game you probably need to play like the open world do some hunts get get to know the brothers you're always hooked on the brothers you know get all their dialogue their hidden dialogue when you're when you're camping out there in the woods and stuff like that because that is the best part of the game that is it even the, the side the side quests are completely boring they're just boring repeatable side quests and but the hunts are actually quite okay if you can understand the combat and kind of basically what you have to do with the combat is get a bunch of overpowered stuff and learn how to overrun the 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 monster with a bunch of abilities and it becomes really easy after after a bit um you can 
anyways, I'm not, I'm not going to go too deeply on that. But that would be the best part. Save some pictures with Pronto and, you know, think about the good moments, okay? The, 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 <laughs> the, the, the slight moments of like, oh, okay, this could have been, th- this was actually okay. And then it's like ruined by something. Like it, it's, for a guy like me, this is not the type of game I play, for sure. I, there's it. a certain line. Which goes, there's a, which goes back to my point that it's objectively not a bad game. You would not. You would not spend. I, I guess hours you're right Sonic because 06. it has an eighty percent on freaking Metacritic. <laughs> because I, I seriously, I seriously don't know what has happened to the world. I seriously, I maybe it's me. I don't like Black Panther. I don't like um, what's that other movie I didn't like. I didn't like some other movie. I'm pretty sure somebody will tell me. It, like you might just have your like uh, acceptability threshold high. You might just have had your fill of what, things what that are good but not great. I, what has happened? Law of diminishing returns. <laughs> it's a natural part of capitalism. Like, in a few, like in, in like a few a months, you'll get over crisis. it. You're like, <laughs> oh, Matt's well. having a I, just, I just feel. I just feel. You're not one. I I get it, Matt. Like. <laughs> Mediocrity. No, 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 no. George, play the game. No, no, no. You're not going to do me like this, Liam. Play the game, George. (laughs) Waste 30 hours on this game. And you tell me that I'm wrong. Because George never... I'm lying on the couch in my VR cinema mode. No, 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 George has never told me that I'm wrong. Wait, 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 wait. Choto Mate. Wait a second. I am not saying it deserves the 80 Metacritic. I'm not saying that. Why am I the one who has to defend these games on this podcast? I do not know. I can't but believe I, you have I, to defend something it is like your Mario role, Odyssey. Liam. Jeez. Yeah. So this is, Matt doesn't even like Mario Odyssey. Like, whoa, so, whoa, wait a minute. Oh, I enjoyed the game. Second. Oh, did you I know? Because I will, I will play you back like 10 podcasts ago <laughs> and we'll fucking show you otherwise. It was, yes, it was kind of, I, I could have skipped it. I could have skipped it. I'm not gonna lie. I could have skipped anyway, it. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's fucking put that in the grave where it, where it lays now, and let's just leave that alone. Let's not get back on that. We're talking about Final Fantasy 15, and I am not being a devil a devil's advocate here because it doesn't deserve my sacrifice. It's not that good. It's not Mario Odyssey good. It it probably doesn't deserve the the Metacritic of, of which. And it, it doesn't had, deserve my fifty dollars. I want I that, if, if anything like, I'm salty about, it's not think. because I waited. It's because I paid fifty dollars for it. <laughs> That's ten dollars less than the full price. That's, you still you got a discount. No, I don't want to hear special full k textures. It's still fifty dollars. That's like two protein protein shakes, man. Two protein know, like powder things. <laughs> for you to I, that, that's games right pounds. there that I'm giving up for, for Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy Your was not worth my game. No matter how good Sydney looks. Okay? No matter how, for some reason, Sydney's dressed up in a certain way. It's still not worth my protein. Wait till you see it in VR. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I still think, I still think it's like a strong 7 out of 10. That's it. There we go. Dead. It's not yeah. fucking Sonic 06. Like, come the fuck on. No, 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 no. It's not Sonic 06. Not, not, not even the slightest. Um, it just reminds me of Sonic 06 There is no way, there is no way I think, even you, Matt, even you, my lovable <laughs> friend, would play a bad game for 30 hours. Like, you wouldn't. 
you would put I, it down I, and I you kept, would chat shit about it. This, all right, all right. Let me let me tell you, Liam. I kept waiting for it to get to the point where I will be okay with certain things. Like I was waiting for it to get better. Like because usually with these games, you know, something crazy starts happening. Like. It, the boss starts like mutating and turns into this big monster and you have some epic fight or something like that. Like that's usually what happens in these Final Fantasy games. And, and I'm all good for it. And, and I am good to go to the end for it. I played Legend of Korra. Okay. You guys haven't played that. <laughs> that is a garbage game. I played it to the end and that end was well worth it. <laughs> it was well worth it. Platinum put all their resources into that end boss fight. Um, it didn't get there. And I guess that's that's why that's why I'm like disappointed. I, I I didn't even get that magic, that Final Fantasy magic. It doesn't feel like a Final Fantasy game to me. It feels weird. It feels it just feels awkward. Maybe I'm just not into modern Final Fantasy. I'm just not into it. I mean you like Kingdom Hearts and isn't Kingdom that Hearts where is it's great. gone? It's it's like a it's it's a it's I a mean, lovely if we mess. To talk about- if we want to talk about objectively bad stories, comparatively... Yeah, it's a mess. But there's magic there. There's no magic here. Which frustrates. It frustrates me. I Like, it ended in 30 hours. A Final Fantasy game? Like, and I played, like, 30 hours, and that's with me playing side quests, dude. Like, a lot of side quests. <laughs> me, For me to me really know, straight. like, oh let my me, god. Me, and then you just straight. have this let one me. map? I thought I was going to another let map. Straight. Let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. You're complaining about a game you didn't like was not longer than the experience you already had for it. No, no, I wanted hours. more, and all it gave me was like, it's like it's like you want milk, and then someone says, hours? "Oh, here's some two percent." Like it's not, it's not all there. It's all there, and you just keep waiting for someone to pour you some some real milk. So you would have wanted that game to be sixty hours, and continue so now I'm to just full of two percent milk, and wanting to go to the bathroom. This is this is a debate I've never liked because I I know what both sides are. I fucking hate sandbox games that last way too damn long than they need to, and they're mediocre and horrible and need to wrap things up and get it over with. But what about the people who like that stuff? No, but Matt doesn't like it. I don't. I don't. I wanted it to get good. I wanted to see where my fifty dollars went, and it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I wanted at least an epic boss then... fight, and it there was none of that. <laughs> right. The, the money then... kind of undercuts the value of the time because at that point you expect to get something for your money, whereas with your time you expect stuff to go away as you spend it. Press X to feel feelings. Press LT to summon God Pay and respects. watch cutscene. Like, uh, okay, you're right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm done. I'm done now. <laughs> Bottom I'm line done. is, I'm not being devil's advocate for this one because it's not that great. <laughs> it's not I, that great. I also, want for people who have liked it. I want. I want you to tell me. Even the friends that you know I've met, uh, if, if they if they listen, tell me why I'm wrong in this, and and tell me why. Like I know, I know those guys will be able to tell me. Like, okay, yes. Tell me this, why, huh? Like, give give me some constructive criticism on why why this is okay. You know, this this can't be okay because I've I've watched it's, some of these guys play but a heartbreak. it. Huh? It's it's nothing but a heartbreak. You'll be fine. Okay, there you go. 
I feel like it's that. It's like you, you were looking forward to it. It didn't match your expectations. You still well, finished it's 50, it. It's fifty dollars. Now we can just now we can listen. Speak. When I pay money, I finish the game. <laughs> I am absolutely the opposite. I pay the money, and I'm like, "This is shit." I'm just gonna do something else with my precious time. No, no ain't, ain't I, nothing but a mistake. I gave up two days of my off days for that. That it's not because I waited. It's because <laughs> I, I spent time and VR. money playing this game and i'm like holy crap that Wouldn't was you a- pay 50 dollars to get out of the prison of playing it for 30 hours no no it'll it just like be that? sitting there at the game that i didn't finish 50 dollars though i'm gonna go yeah, play you CFDs get your money's worth right now after this but you also want to live a lifetime of your time being worth it okay i'm just not yeah, gonna buy you know, like, anything like- anymore I'm just gonna that, steal yeah, it from my friend. Uh, friend. Now you're account. seeing my perspective. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> play indie games just... like I've been doing. Okay. I'm Have tired low of the expectations. Play the indie games that get the good reviews. Yeah. And you're pretty what much. It's got good reviews though. Okay. Well, it's not an indie game. Okay. Oh, because indie games, they're they're judged harshly because they're not they're not paying the the, the journalists, right? They're not greasing them palms. They're not oh, lubing up them anal. Which means that the 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 ones with the good ratings yeah. are uh, well also having some like fresh ideas with more uh, room to experiment and less of an incentive to satisfy the lowest common denominator of mass palatable tastes. But but. I need to think of a new topic after the break. <laughs> uh. Peter Boyle is a tough, ill-mannered cop who is run down in the line of duty. But that's not the end of his story. No, no. He's reincarnated. Ha! Surprise! As a streetwise bulldog in Puchinski. What are you going to do now? Well, first I'm going to try licking myself, and then I'm going to catch my killer. The talking dog teams up with his astonished former partner to put the bite on crime. It's touching. Look at me. I've become a dog. It's all sinking in now. It's poignant. But it's life. It's precious life. It's unforgettable. You're a dog. I'm a cop. This is ridiculous. Hello and welcome back. To Dan Sons, the only podcast where you can hear us talk about topics from 2015 in 2018. George, mm-hmm. speaking of VR and things from 2015, I believe you have some <laughs> updated news on the year of 2015. Uh, the HTC Vive is going to be relaunching a updated version with a uh, higher resolution in each eye, so Liam can get his um, 2.8K oh, yeah. <coughs> cinema display when, when laying back on the couch. George, yeah. but tell me how much it's going to cost. <laughs> tell me, baby. Well, uh, how before much I get cost? to the price tag, let me, let me also inform you that the Let's new version you. of the Vive, yeah. unlike the previous one, will come included with a, uh integrated uh, audio system. Mm. Um, um, audio you know, system? Uh, those of us might Ooh. call them headphones. <laughs> Um, is that what they call and that's, headphones? Is that what they put in the PRPs? It's it's an integrated high performance headphones with a built in <laughs> amplifier that creates heightened sense of presence and sound throughout noise cancellation capabilities. 
<laughs> Wait, is that what they put in there? Oh, noise cancellation? That justifies the price, I bet. Because, oh wait, here you go, before we get to the price. So, noise cancellation technology, you know, like the real legit stuff, is, is supposed to be a little audio processor on your headphones that inverts the, the like, sound waves to, uh, to $800. <laughs> I'm yeah. out. They're still I'm out. sticking I'm out. to the $800 price tag. Not only that, not only that, but it's the completely obsolete, not worth your time, old shitty vibe now. Is uh, still going to cost you five hundred dollars. Five. Well, it's because people buy it. It's because people I, buy it. I know, oh, the but buy, I don't want to buy it. I don't want to support Facebook. I don't want to. When the Oculus is like cheap as hell. Wait, yeah, but you're supporting Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, news this week has not been too kind to Facebook, and Oculus are already in trouble as is. So, so, so not only are you buying an electronic device to brainwash yourself willingly with your consent, mm-hmm. you're also unwillingly being brainwashed by, by Facebook selling survey data to companies that create psychological profiles for you that sell those profiles to political advertising companies that use it to make propaganda anyways. Whoa. Yeah, so, you know, you're probably best shelling off your 500 for Holy a there, there, there was a report at the BBC yesterday from, oh, from someone who uh, works at one of those big data companies. It's, it's all perfectly legal. Oh, well, not on. some things, but the practices they're doing are like Facebook dropped really shady shit. That, billion in profit share, shares profit today. So that's how much of a big deal it is. So I mean, I don't know if you like the the iris of your eyes not being scanned or some shit by an Oculus, <laughs> maybe. I mean, who would you want to give your data God. to anyway? Valve or and get constant EA. data advertisements? Dude, you have to log into the EA servers on your 2015 copy of Battlefront 2 to play the VR mission. It has to update to the latest versions and log into the EA funser. But but no, don't. I'm sure someday they'll be like cheap and just treat it as monitors like hardware. Because on PC, actually, a lot of the exclusivity and walled garden stuff that these uh, stores have tried have utterly failed, including with the PSVR itself, because uh, people have made apps and programs that create the kind of cross-compatibility that should have been an initiative by the industry from the first place. But no one wants to... Uh, work with each other they want to compete with each other and keep their products to themselves Mm -hmm. when they could be selling each other's products for each other's gains to uh try to one-up each other and make better products and compete with uh, uh, a fair and regulated marketplace that accelerates the development of technology at a high rate like it did in the 90s but now we're in this situation vr might be progressing slower than 3d gaming but it's getting there kind of uh if yeah. they stick to this $800 price tag, it's going to take them longer, though. But I see the HTC Vive model is dying. I see this whole VR as an expensive rich person novelty as something that will fade away fairly fast. Because my PSVR was $170. It was nothing. Wow. And now I'm in. For the, the low, low costs, the entry gate is $170 for me in my case. I bought a lot of expensive accessories, but I... I don't understand how the Vive can compete at $500, let alone an $800 premium version. You could buy when a PS4 stuff and like a PS4 that is in the marketplace. Like for that price. 
Yeah, don't. It's ridiculous. I don't know if I like the vibe, especially because Acer has good headsets now. The uh, third parties are cropping up and they're competing with the Oculus mm. uh, Vive hegemony on PC. And um, yeah, the mixed reality. No matter which one you buy, you can hack it to play each other's games. So just buy the. Yeah, it's it's it should be more of a contest of buying for um, comfort and reliability of your electronic features than it should be compatibility of your software. It's just and one of those. Vive doesn't want to play like that. The Oculus doesn't want to play like that. I mean, now that I think about it, Valve seems to want to play like that. But, uh, well, well one thing that's also included with your uh, hundreds of dollars <laughs> worth of purchase is a copy of Fallout 4. Right. Um, and two free months of HTC's Vive port service, which lets you play five VR games a month from a selection of around 500 titles. 500 titles of the, only the best, the premium. VR there are Dread 500 halls. VR titles in. Yeah. Well, there's 100 on PSVR at least. 500. <laughs> what? When did that happen? There's a lot of games out there. Unity, Unity, and UE4 have native VR support. That is how that happened. Whoa. So hey, Liam, are you any more con- more convinced? Nope. Than you were before HTC announced this uh, new luxury product. Honest to God, that that price, like you, like you have to be a fucking, you have to be Palmer lucky anyway to like afford that yeah. shit anyway. It's like, yeah, this isn't God, Liam news. Unless you're a developer and stuff like that, it's like, what? Like eight hundred dollars? You're like buying a, like a a pretty fucking mid to high spec PC for that price. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's an investment, not a It is. Not a like toy. You have to be proper into VR to be spending that money. And I'm not even But why won't on you want to play Skyrim again for the 20th time in VR? Because the resolution of which VR Vive garbage. Pro would be running at, Sky, uh, Skyrim can't even reach fucking a quarter of that resolution. So it's like, <laughs> what is the point of doing anything? Well, you basically cut your FPS in half because you're rendering to two eyes, right, Matt? Uh, n- what do you mean, cut the FPS uh, in half? What, what, what does the performance hit look like when you switch over from a PC game uh, rendering to the monitor to VR mode? Oh, that, I mean, that would depend on your, your graphics card. Like, like, did you run benchmarks when you were experimenting no, with this stuff? Because I've always, Oof. yeah, I've, I've always had like... A pretty decent graphics card so the only time that it'll ever go below the 90 hertz that you absolutely need is like if i try to bump up like the dsr or something like oh that. yeah, that's another thing i like about vr is that high frame rates are like a ubiquitous requirement yeah you like responsive to. fast you gameplay sit. is a ubiquitous requirement yeah uh, anyways <laughs> hey liam <laughs> yay i feel so bad for you but why? Remember I'm a how uh, I don't have VR? Is that well? Well, you also have a perspective that is uh, more concerned for the struggle of developers, oftentimes more so than consumers, which I appreciate. Oh yeah. Uh, which uh, means that, that you might have a very positive opinion about our next piece of news, which is the uh, big release Epic did of their Paragon assets. Paragon is a very little-known suffering MOBA game they have uh, trying to market right now alongside Fortnite. Oh, no, that's dead. Fortnite. That's dead. 
Yeah, Fortnite obviously dead. stole the spotlight. Power, Paragon's Power dead. They are releasing Paragon's assets for free uh, through the, um, what do they call it? Unreal Engine Marketplace is the name of the store <laughs> where you go to buy assets for UE4. On uh, that store, though, all of Paragon's assets are going to be scot-free, which from the developers I've talked to in the Discord, they are taking is really super good news yeah. for a lot of reasons you wouldn't expect. Like, they're not as excited about, like, having costumes and characters so much as they are for having, like, animation rigs yes. ready yeah. to go on Unreal yep. Engine 4 models. Like, this is nothing but good news. This is, it's like, even if you're just not going to use it, like, the shit they're releasing is, like... Like you, it will improve we, the industry Unreal around you. And you can use Unreal pretty much for free. Like it's so easy to access Unreal now and experiment with it. To have these kinds of assets, like full AAA stuff, and like not only just like use them in like your games in terms of like using the animation and tweaking it to fit your own characters and stuff like that, saving like so much development time, and also seeing professional animators and artists and. Um, you know, environmental design and looking at it, you can reverse engineer it and look at why or how AAA developers work and the process they go through to get these things done. Mm -hmm. It's like there's so much stuff you can do with this. You can do like your own white boxing in Unreal and now you can use like 4K quality assets from a AAA studio for free. It's it's and, really good. Like if you're a developer on Unreal Four, I think this is like this is awesome. This is really cool. It's like twelve millions with this super expensive assets. Things that took like you're four years to create as well. Yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like it's everything to do with the character oh, models, right? Voice effects, sound effects, dialogue. Holy hell. Yeah, like, like all of the little clinks and clanks of armor, developers can just use for free now. Yep. Like the footstep noises, stuff as a lot well. of like things you wouldn't expect. Everything you can build up for the environment as well, like little fauna and flourishes all over the place. Like you can use that stuff to experiment in your own games. Like we'll see a lot of. <laughs> I don't know how it really works because we get Unity <coughs> asset flipping all the time. Like maybe there will be this spate of like a few games that come out for Unreal Engine on Steam that, that have are lazy shit tons of Paragon Paragon asset flips that, that didn't get changed a lot like I can imagine that's going to happen but in terms of like people being able to like look at how AAA studios design stuff and how they build stuff and the process that goes into them and learning from that and also using them to save time on their own development by tweaking um, Hell animations yeah. it's good it's really cool like the fact that Epic just gave it away instead of like selling it or even like giving well, it to another studio as their unreal engine 4 assets to be used in your uh, legally acquired version of unreal engine 4 yeah but that, but it, unreal is free though uh well if you start making money with it yeah. i think oh, if you okay. go yeah, past yeah, like 20k yeah, yeah. in revenue they start getting a cut but that's the thing is in terms and, of just using unreal and then learning from these assets and like just sticking a character model in game and then writing some code to make that guy move and then watching the animations and playing around and tweaking with that. It's like super cool, super, super cool. And I've long heard a problem that developers really, really don't like, which is how new assets oftentimes are made for new AAA games and how in the movie industry you can recycle props between movies. You can't really do that with the game. With games, it causes a lot of... Uh, extra time and costs and, and trouble 
when you'd have to remake a potted plant in Rainbow Six Siege that would look and function exactly the same as a potted plant in, in, uh, let's see, what's a, what's a different Ubisoft? In Rainbow Six Three, but since they use a different engine across like 10 years of technology evolving, you can't recycle that prop. Uh, and this is not a way to solve that problem. These are all UE4 assets, but they're going to get used across multiple projects for multiple purposes, saving a lot of developers time and money. This seems like a step to take to solve that problem. The idea of taking a dead project that's not doing well and just throwing its assets out on the marketplace for everyone else to use seems like really good business to me. You're stimulating all the smaller businesses that don't have a AAA level of assets, don't have a lot of time to spend making uh, good assets, who now have these resources to use from. And like you were saying, Liam, like like they get a peek at the methodology of mm. bigger studios. They, yeah, they know what assets of those qualities look like behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, they're stimulating a lot of smaller projects that will make better games because of this move. They are also promoting their own engine licenses, which is really their business. No matter how bad Paragon fails, even if Fortnite fails, and Fortnite's doing really damn well, Epic's gonna be fine, because their business model relies on their engine licensing. And this is like them advertising and promoting and improving their engine licensing business, um, at the expense of something they weren't really making money off of anyway. Yeah. It's, so uh, I don't see the bad sides. I actually asked people in the Discord. Someone was like, you might see more UE4 asset flips. And yeah. I just shrugged to that. I mean, people, as far as I know, anyway? only like, no, buy really. those games for the pur- the purposes of trashing them on YouTube. Yeah. I've I've never really been a big fan of the argument the the digital stores getting clogged up with low quality asset flips are bad for the market at large because if people still have enough disposable income to spend on that stuff and if other people still have enough disposable time and income to spend making that stuff then isn't that kind of the sign of a like healthy cozy ass society where where people aren't working in gas station convenience stores instead to make their quick bucks. Anyways. <laughs> oh, boy. I fail to see the negative side to Epic releasing $12 million yeah. of Paragon assets. I yeah. fail to even Me see too. the money lost here. I mean, it just means they have to put more money into whatever they develop next in terms of, like, they have to start again with the art assets because they're not going to use assets that everyone else is using otherwise their game won't stand out so I, in terms of the right now it's pretty good in terms of like them having to spend money in the future when making another game that's if they ever do after Fortnite. because why the fuck well, would the you? idea is that the developers using these paragon assets would make better games that make lots of money which makes epic more money there you go that's i yeah i <laughs> I, I can't even see them taking a loss from it it's not not like Paragon was making money anyway. That $12 million has already been spent. They are, like, recycling it. They're spending it again. That's real smart. Um, Moving on to the next topic, there is now talk of game developer unionization happening. Uh, Just talk, though. Real sketchy, kind of. Um, A recent era thread reports that people at GDC are getting handed out flyers by an organization called Game Workers Unite, which right now is just a Twitter account and a website that's under construction. But the materials declare that uh, 
They are an anonymous and horizontal organization of people dedicating to advocating for workers' rights in the crafting of unionized game industry. We represent all workers in game development, and we seek to increase the visibility of our cause through community building, sharing resources, and direct action. We seek to bring hope and empower those suffering in this industry, which pretty much means crunch time. Uh, people got to figure out a way to fix crunch time. This is, this is an effort to try and figure out a way to fix crunch time. Right now they're calling for submissions of terrifying stories of being exploited by the game industry. Um, so far the thread cites two, both of which are recounting tales of crunch. Um, yeah, this is going to be focused towards that. And also the harassment thing I think is important as well. But in terms of like... If this leads to, like, some regulations or some limitations upon, like, making people fucking work themselves to death, uh, could go well. But the fact that they're going to be, like, you know, anonymously led for a while, probably probably until they actually become Mm -hmm. an actual thing, means they're not really going to do jack shit to touch the bigger companies, because unions don't have power until they start being able to credibly threaten a strike that will cause the company yeah. to suffer. And since we game development is a passion thing, job, like, yeah, uh, voice actors still only the like the games industry. got I, half of what they wanted. <laughs> this is the thing about the games industry as well. One of the, the uh, there will be other people who can say it's way better than I can, but the, one of the biggest problems is the, the games industry is an awesome industry to work in, and it's like it's like most people's dream jobs. So even if you get treated like shit, most people will just put up with it because they're afraid they'll lose their dream job. So people just put up with it, and they don't mm-hmm. do anything about it, and they won't say anything. And that's why losing their jobs and all that kind of stuff. That's so, why they have to be anonymous, and that's why if yeah. they threaten to strike, they'll just be like, oh, okay, well, okay, we'll Digipin class of 2019, welcome aboard. Yeah. We'll replace you with someone else, enjoy working in a different industry than the one you've always dreamed of working in. Like, yeah. So it's it's difficult. I'm surprised it's taken this long for something like this to happen in the biggest entertainment media thing on the planet. But, I don't know, it could lead to good things. It could also just go nothing, nowhere and be uh, Yeah, unions are so unpopular in the States in the first place. I mean, they might be less so in Canada. I'm sure they aren't in Japan, although I should actually ask. Because Japan, like, one of the defining national problems in foreign media when reporting on Japan is a culture of overwork and um, very little workers' rights. So I'm wondering if unionization was ever a big... Uh, cause over there god i have literally no idea i don't know anything about unions in japan at all or if they mm-hmm. even exist <laughs> they have a on, word on top they have a word for people working themselves to death so once you have a word a specific word to describe a phenomenon hopes where people are not work high. themselves to die you yeah your hopes aren't high that there are actual unions so i wouldn't so be on top of that and the um, transitionary dream job nature of video gaming itself. I'm wondering if unionization even is the... I hate to say it. I hate to say it so much, but is this actually a viable strategy for fixing the crunch time problem? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Like in the Maybe future, like stronger work laws would make more yeah, sense. Like, like just... there's nothing that will really change the way companies work. Like if you strike against them, it'll be like the voice actor strike and it'll go on forever and not that much will be done about it. And 
it is it comes down to regulations and work laws like there are gray areas because like most of the time in video games industry contracts you're it never states you have to work overtime or do anything it ends up being like a political thing that everyone else is doing it you don't want to be the one person standing out not to do it and as i'm increasingly coming to hypothesize i think this is a problem shared by most if not all creatively driven industries that the workflow and in, in the the production schedule is just very very hard to predict when the nature of the job relies on people like coming up with good ideas in the shower yeah i like, don't know i, I that, that I, might be a weird way to solve it but that's some, how i be some bitter, heard it described it might just be some bitter employ ex-employee of some company who wants to do some good in the industry or wants to at least help spread you know messages about certain aspects of the industry but then ever again everyone knows about it and the fact that it is anonymous doesn't really help right now um so i don't know like i that's I, the I only way though about it personally so I, I don't i just don't know it the, could the, the first person who has their name stamped on this thing will get if not immediately fired, then like a squinted eye at. So if 40 people suddenly stamp their eye on it at once, then we'll talk. Yeah. And and if those 40 people are like the Tim Schafer's, oh, of course it would be Tim. Let me, let me think up of a less uh, contentious. If, if those 40 people are like the Warren Spectres of the world, people would probably listen. I think so. But also at the same time, I think you'll find, and um, a lot of people agree, crunch is a, a necessary evil that everyone has to put up with, whether you're like a studio boss or you're yeah. QA. Like it, some yeah. people will just say that. Some people I don't know. Hate yeah, I don't know if I'm too. willing to. to <laughs> those people, I'm sure, will we'll agree on other things. Everyone but. should read Jason Schreier's book. Everyone should read it. You'll have a better understanding of this kind of thing from a broad range of perspectives that yeah. give good, good sort of hindsight and also realism to the sort of actual situation that happens when game projects spiral out of control and you have to do crazy that, shit to get it finished. It's, it's a that very book. important book, I think is why I make the comparison with other creative industries because I've I've heard a lot of those complaints about things like uh burnout and imposter syndrome causing completely like human-made delays as being a problem that's shared with uh other creative pursuits as well. Yeah. Anyways, it's, but yeah, um, it's it's that thing it's like George when you kill yourself trying to get a video out and you work for 24 hours or you work 3 days of the week like fucking non-stop. It's like there is still an aspect of you needed to do it to get it done. And the video games industry just works on a larger scale than that. Like, it has to be done. Otherwise, the game will fail, the company will fail, and then no one will have a job. So, although I personally am not a fan of Crunch and I've had my problems with it in the past, there is something to be said for it just being a necessary evil, and I think a lot of people would say that too. So it would be interesting to also, see a games industry, how a games industry adapts to work regulations that would limit crunch time to certain time limits. Like, Because the problem with crunch is a lot of the time it's like, okay, we're going to crunch for a month. That month ends up being six months. The six months ends up being a year. The year ends up being two years. Like, 
that's one of the major problems with crunch is you you outscope and then people just burn themselves out in six months but end up having to work hell for two years and they're just completely burned out by the end of it so i don't know and and so many of the stories paint a lot of the culprits as being things like engine incompatibilities and um it's all it's all so, <laughs> debugging it's all episodes getting blown way out of proportion which stuff like epic games releasing their assets for free on their engine might actually help smooth over well it's just a small aspect of it there are so many factors so many and this is just sort of a night i think a nice idea but we'll see i think it's a long way to go before anything yeah happens. there's a lot of work to be done unionization might might not be the way to fix it but there's gotta be a way to fix crunch eventually we'll find one out. of these decades <laughs> we'll find out <laughs> But until then, um, we got we got one final segment. Hold on to your lily white butts. It's it's everyone's literal favorite. I'm I'm strapping in. Got my strap <laughs> Get ready on. to jerk into the fun zone. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It's funny because you guys hate it, but it seems listeners love it because we get tons of suggestions. <laughs> tons. Oh, tons. Oh yeah. Oh uh, man! Oh, you're already like perking up. I can hear that smirk. Oh, oh you have no idea. I'm grinning from here to here like the Cheshire Cat over here. Oh, it must and be a good one. It must be a saucy one. It's a saucy one. It's a saucy one. But there's a twist. There's a little twist to this one. There's a twist to it, and I don't know how you guys want to approach this. So, for anyone who doesn't know, welcome to the guest the game, the segment, the the, the bi-weekly. Bi-weekly, that's how you say two, every two weeks, in a bi-weekly segment where we torture, it seems, Matt and George, over them trying to guess a game title from Five Clues suggested by you lovely listeners. And mm. if you do want to get your suggestions in, email danslandspodcast at gmail.com, by Public. the way. Yeah, do that. Public embarrassment is a form of torture, right? Yeah. Right? You guys have done yeah. all right, I'm- though. There's not really been... A, a one that has been publicly embarrassing. It has that. Oh, that's because they didn't uh, hear it. Oh, yeah. yeah the, the, the practice They ones. didn't hear the practice when ones. We were, uh, see, and that's, that left a scar, see, that's as you good probably well, noticed. Now I know Noctis. Now I would have gotten that one right. Yeah. See, the practice <laughs> I definitely would have remembered him. I now know Super Hot Man. Yeah, see, the practice <laughs> ones. The practice ones were mine. So you guys, What's the name of Super Hot Man? <laughs> Mr. Hot. <laughs> So black it's block. what they called me in Costco. <laughs> you play a black Costco? man it's what they killing a bunch college. of red people. Okay? In VR. <laughs> classic VR. joke. In VR. In a game. So in it's VR. not racial. Yeah. No, because isn't the story that you're in VR in VR? VR. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You there's there's segments where you have to put a headset on while you already have your headset on yeah. in real life. Anyway, digressing it's very disorienting. Slightly. <laughs> digressing slightly this well that, that's a good thing anyway because like that means all the practice ones were the good ones that stumped you and they were mine so listeners come on step up your game come on torture them torture them both i can't anyway, believe you stumped us with paulina i know pauline there's no such thing as paulina pa- see even not yeah i keep right. thinking paulina i don't know why you guys, it's Mario Odyssey, because you both shat on Mario's, Mario Odyssey. This is what you no, get. No, Mario Odyssey is a great game. 
So, oh god, it's it's, it's so in the game is pretty Try and pretty nice. Track all you like, Matt. You're not getting anywhere. You're not getting anywhere. <laughs> I just shat on like the easy levels in the story of the main yeah. campaign. It's if they cut very down very the moon, particular nitpick, and maybe Stop remove the dragon. Who cares the crap about the, the dragon? Torture. Stop trying to distract from the torture and just sit down and get ready. Let's I talk only about advocate for Jesus Let's, and good Christians. I haven't, you know, brung up this Netflix no chill in quite a while. So let's just talk about Ugh, Metal Gear. Matt, <laughs> sit back, relax, get ready to guess some games. Because mm-hmm. today's suggestion comes mm-hmm. from Mr. James Alcock. Wow. Says, <laughs> Is that the, the guy's apartment you were applying for? Name? Did, did you? Alcock. Did George just snigger at his real name? It was Alcock. <laughs> Alcock. Alcock. <laughs> he gets all the. <laughs> you're, you're gonna be. You're gonna be even more upset because James is a very generous person, as it turns out. Because he oh. says, "Hello, Dan Sons. My name's my name is James. I'm from Ontario, Canada." I've been listening to your podcast with earbuds while at work, and I'm 20 years old and with a few guys older than I am. It's amusing to see their reactions when I start giggling to myself for seemingly no reason. He goes on to say he loves the podcast. Y'all make good shit. Now, he has... Thanks, Mr. Alcock. Thank you. He has some suggestions for games, and he has a, a suggestion. But also, he has added in a prize. Oh, Oh, there is, he, is it the says, $50? <laughs> Stakes. Can you imagine if this... Wait, hang on. This would be fucking hilarious if it was. If it was but the here $50. Is a, a $50 gift card. Here is a quote prize for whoever, that should be whomever, guessed it correctly. God, God, you're such a UK guy. Correcting <laughs> Americans, dude. I'm probably wrong. I just oh, no, he's Canadian. He's, he's Canadian, yeah. Yeah. He's not one of you. <laughs> Not like anymore. <laughs> not after do the purge. Do you want to know what the prize is? Or are you going to keep talking? Do you, want to just, do you want to stop ruining Mr. Alcock's story? Okay. Sorry, Mr. Alcock. <laughs> <laughs> so the prize is a mysterious steam key. Now, I don't know what the steam key what game oh, this leads God. to. But the, if, be, you know, Steam's got a lot of porn it, on it nowadays. If it, was, <laughs> if it was Final Fantasy 15. This could be some weeaboo garbage, man. Oh, no. But I suggest, I think, if you guys get it correctly, because he says, here is a prize for whomever gets guessed it correctly. If no one guessed it, Liam can have it. Now, <laughs> I don't particularly want it. Because, as Matt says, <laughs> it's probably going to be weeaboo trash. Yeah. But I would <laughs> suggest that if, if, if one of you two, the love, the, the tortured souls that you are, gets it correctly, that we read out the mysterious Steam key. And then whoever the first listener is to input the key gets it. So, okay. do you, would you both agree to that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah? Okay. So, so under Alcock's generosity... Under the Alcock regime, <laughs> under the 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 large shadow of of the Alcock. <laughs> <laughs> the Empire of Alcock. You shall block out the sun. <laughs> the Alcock. <laughs> you shall be given mysterious prizes by a man named Alcock. 
uh, benefactors within right. the Alcock. Is there a picture? So, is there a picture on on that email of of Alcock? Of Alcock. Is there a of picture? Wait, his like email avatar? What? Yeah. No, there is. There is not. Okay. He, he, there isn't. I was just curious. Okay. I'm so Go sorry, ahead. James. I'm so sorry, James. Wherever you are, James. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, I believe let's hope, uh, it's, it's let's proper hope. to refer to him by his last name. Well, let's hope that Mr. Alcock can get his revenge by torturing <laughs> Alcock's you revenge? <laughs> God damn it, George. <laughs> Alcock's revenge. Coming soon. Coming to soon. To the Atari 26. Oh, oh, gross. I don't want to. <laughs> Alcock. Right, let's get on with the fucking game. And someone can win a prize. This is it. This is the first time we're giving a prize giveaway on the Dan Sons show. And it's not even this from us. This is how it starts. And it's not even from right. us. I'm leaning back. I'm scratching my arms. I'm ready. Are you scratching your old cock? <laughs> no, my, not that. Whoa. Not on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, That's for okay, later. Let's get into it. So... I can't wait to receive Mr. Alcock's strange surprise. (laughs) For new listeners who somehow haven't tuned in tuned out yet. Guess the game, as we said, Matt and George have to guess five. They have to guess not five the games. They have to guess again. a game. They have to guess a game from five clues that Mr. Olcock. I nearly said Olcock. I don't know. I, I refuse to say it anymore. Oh, what's the first clue? <laughs> wow, Let's Matt, that's about as, Matt, that's about as fucking. Give us your big Olcock clue. <laughs> Matt's, Matt's so done with this segment that he just wants to get on with it, which is the first. I just imagine the listeners being like shaking their heads, like, what? I just listened to the five minutes of them being immature talking about cocks. Okay. No, no, we got it. We got it. We got a great American all, all question. Right. <laughs> you should be American, not Canadian. <laughs> Oh, the this snowy like old cock. The, great the snowy old cock. Tears. Okay. Fucking okay. Tears. Okay. 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 We're on it. So, question. Uh, question. Clue number one. <laughs> clue number one. I should say, is this was a game that was released in 2010 for Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. Um. That doesn't narrow it down much. No. Okay. Yeah, I might be able one. to get this one. Wow! <laughs> like, could you defeat the old? Xbox Three Sixty is my jam. <laughs> Jesus, is Christ. that a Persona monster? <laughs> Matt, what's your guess? I, 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 that's a big library, and I don't know games by year, like. <laughs> Also, this is never wait, gonna are happen. We okay. Actually, allowed to throw out guesses, consequence free. Well, you can guess one. You can guess once. That's it. That's the rule. You know the rule. Oh, oh. We can only, we guess, can only once guess once. Per clue. One per. Clue. Oh, once per clue. Yeah. So I, I can just scatter shot, right? So one, 
You can scatter away like an old cock. All right, my scatter shot guess is Gears of War two. Song, wrong. wrong. Damn. Okay. Clue number two. Other games from the series have been released for the Wii and the Nintendo DS as well. Oh gosh. Okay, that does narrow it down a lot because that means it's a Nintendo thing, like focused on the on that little corner of the world, that that corner of the store. In how, 2010, how, how if it's also been released? For, if it was majoritarily released for Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, is it a Nintendo? Well, it thing? also made it to the DS, so it. Yeah, now that you mention it, that might actually narrow it down to a narrower category of like mega hit AAAs that get put out on everything. Like, was there a GBA version of this game? No. 2010, it was released. So it was on the DS, the Wii, or previous versions of the franchise are on the Wii. Yeah, it says but, other games from this series, so not specifically this one. Okay, mm. so it's actually not a Nintendo series. They just got good Nintendo coverage for this one. Yes, well, I, it mm, seems like it. Maybe? 2010, and it got a DS version. That's on... Okay, I have a really shitty guess. Go on. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. No. I don't know if that had a DS version, but the first one did. Was on Wii. And And it was on Wii, and it was fucking terrible. Anyways. So was World at War. That was also awful. Did they do a Modern Warfare 2 for DS? Because I completely forgot. I don't think they that did was a any guess. of DS. I, don't, I have no idea. It wouldn't surprise me if I they did. I knew... I'm pretty sure there was not a Wii version of it, but I still, I guess, had hopes for the DS. Matt, do you want to guess before we go to clue number three? Shoot, that, that just... When you said DS and Wii, that, that screwed me up. I, would, <laughs> I have no clue. Other games from me. the series, not the this game, just other games from this series. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, oh, the old bait and switch. Cock. The old bait and switch. Okay, so clue number three. In exchange for a small fee, you could edit and upload footage to social media from your games console without needing recording what? software or hardware. Pretty unique for 2010. But having to pay, that's ridiculous. The fuck? I feel what? like I should know this one by now. Is, that, is, it, is it a card game? I remember mm. I remember them I never I remember Burnout Paradise doing something like that. But I don't think it was for the Wii though. Oh. Well, yeah, yeah. But this this game didn't get a Wii version, but it did get a DS version. No. It Oh. No. It's games from this series have been released for the Wii and Nintendo DS. It's part of the, the game is a part of a series that spread across quite a majority of consoles. But the Wii and DS did not get this game. Did not get this. Just game. it's okay, Just gotcha. PlayStation 3 I was I was confused. So yeah, yeah, Matt, you might be onto something. We um, burnout for the Wii. I don't. I don't remember that. Um, 
Because I, I have no guesses. I, I, I'm going to say Burnout Paradise. <laughs> and I don't think it's it for sure. But it's whatever. not. No, it's yeah. not. <laughs> okay. I, I it's the best one. Yeah. George, any clue? No. Guess? No, I'm, I'm more dumbfounded than the last clue. Okay, mm-hmm. so number four also really does not help. <laughs> Weapons are brackets for the Weapons? most part, close brackets not present in this game but you can be run over fought tased and trampled wait what 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 this was on the what, what the hell no this game was on the xbox 360 and playstation 3 it's yeah. a series that has been on the Wii. yeah but you're yes. talking about getting tased and stuff like that like that's- yeah yeah you get tased in this Well, game. you can't fight back yourself. No, you can't. So now I'm, now I'm thinking like first-person horror, but that doesn't sound like Wii. Wii. Yeah. Okay. I, but there are no weapons in the game? But I guess by this they mean player-controlled weapons. Yeah, player-controlled weapons, I think, is what Mr. Olcock means. So it sounds like it could be a horror game. It sounds like... Oh, they give clues, too. I didn't know they. I thought you did the clues. Interesting. No, they. These are their clues. That's ah. why it's in a poor order. If I do say. If you've so. ever wondered if we read do any the, work. The, the game emails, <laughs> I, I read. I make the outlines. I make bullet. Po- I make document. Anyways, I. I the document consisted of two letters in giant bold text. It was V R. Mm mm. Uh-uh, don't go there. <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm th- trying to think of two things at once, both defending my honor and what the hell is the It seems huh. you have been stumped by the stump himself, Alcock. So it had like I want that weeble game, man. Wait, 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 wait. Was it a strategy? Um the movies was a, a PC game. I don't think it had Xbox 360 and console versions and came out way before 2005. Yeah, never mind, never mind. I was thinking of like film editing uploading feature and I feel that like one, you'll that get one it had on Machinima tools. Five. Oh god, uh, here we come. Here comes all, the rush. Yeah, the embarrassing clue. Yeah. The Alcock rusheth forth. <laughs> <laughs> Throbbing mightily to get to the front. The, the Alcock is coming to a climax here. <laughs> Do you want? Do you want to go straight to Clue Five? Uh, I'm ready for Clue Five. I don't know. I'm ready for the all cock clue. Okay, ready for you to be just covered by the all cock. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Clue Number Five is that actor Jason Lee, who stars in My Name Is Earl, coaches you on your abilities. What? Excuse me, Mister (laughs) Allcock. Oh, that's 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 what I was. Actor, okay. Jason Lee. Do you remember my favorite from My Name Is Earl, dude with a mustache. That's about the guy with the lottery ticket gets hit, oh, ran over, and loses the lottery ticket because he's a bit of a jerk, and then goes to fix people's lives with a lift or something like that. So, so is the game like supposed to be a positive, uh, good vibes experience eh, where you get tased and punched is, and is a reason, can't fight back? No, no, no. There is a reason Jason Lee is in this game because Jason Lee has another profession of which he is a part of. 
That is not stated Early? down here. I just know that. I'm so freaking confused. Oh, God. Oh, God. This is going to be embarrassing. I'm going to lose this looks, one for sure. It looks like Mr. Alcock has won it. Wait, is that the last clue? That is the last clue. So I mean, what? I could add additional ones, but it seems like Alcock has stumped Jason you. Jason Lee. Well, yeah. Like, is this going to be some piece of, like, shovelware fitness no, game no, crap? No, no, yeah. Because I don't, I, don't, I don't select those ones. We get, we get, we get you've, the you've odd. You've been pretty good with that. We get the yeah. odd shovel. You know, you both know what this game is. And it's a meme as well. I'll throw that little clue in. There's oh, a meme my God. Every E3 now, for this game to be backwards Well, it can't compatible. be Mac. Wait, what? It can't be Jillian Michaels' oh, okay. Fitness Ultimatum 2009, because oh, that's yeah. from 2009. There's no weapons. Yeah. It could be Madden 2010, but it's not Madden 2010. It's not the Milo Xbox Connect. Yeah, you can get tased <laughs> in Madden. I mean, if you're playing Blitz the League, you could. Fuck, Blitz the League was a good game. Ah, oh, dude, Blitz in general. What a good franchise. I don't think anyone would play it nowadays, but man, playing that for N64 was great. I'll still play it to this day. Still play. So what are we um, thinking, friendos? Uh, uh, my, my heart has a hole in it, and it's one all-cock size too big. <laughs> wow. That was powerful, just like an all-cock. <laughs> I have no idea. No weapons being tased on the Wii, like I don't know. I don't. With with live advice recorded by Jason Styles. What was his name again? Jason Lee. So okay, Jason okay. Lee. So th- this is how we're gonna do it. We're not, Final we're Fantasy gonna... Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting. For Metal the Gear Solid I'm Three. St- it came out in 2010, right? It I'm just got waiting. ported over to the PC. <laughs> Square Japanese companies do tend to take that fucking long. Um, but this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna say this week, Mr. Alcock, Mr. James Alcock has officially been the first person to stump the duo, the tortured duo. But we'll add in this little clue to see if you get it so we can give away the prize. Okay. Jason Lee is a professional skateboarder as well as an actor. Skate, skate, skate two, skate three, skate, skate. Oh my god, wait, that wait. did have a, footi- a footage Matt, tool. Matt, Sk- that's right, you could do that in skate. Matt, 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 choose one. S- it was relatively old. Skate three. That's skate odd. three is the final answer. What skate? You oh you could get tased. <laughs> oh, that's right. Skate. I love the skate games. games. I just I don't know. I don't know why I didn't. I that's what I'm terrible about these games. I don't know. Oh God. Oh well. Well, I hope you guys enjoy that um, visual novel that we're about to give you. Hopefully, it has some. Uh, George, George, do you have any comments for? Mr. Alcock. I'm just shaking my head <laughs> thinking about how much I want to just grab a hold of and shake that Alcock. <laughs> Maybe gently go up and down. Um, so what's what's the game? 
So the well, the game is EA Skate Three, but we'll find out what the mysterious Steam key is now when After we give break. it away. <laughs> should should we find out what it is first by inputting it and not redeeming it and then give oh, it away? Oh yes, you don't. Yes, he didn't yes, say, yes. Oh, he didn't. Oh, no, okay. he didn't. What, see is, what it is it? Let's let's reveal it live on air. Yeah. Let's let's reveal it live on air and then let's give it away. I'm opening up my Steam client right now. Yeah, and and you can tweet out the code or. Well, no, we're just gonna do first come first serve right now. Well, let's let's see what it is. Well, Matt Matt answered it. Yeah, so we have to give it away. No, to Matt. no, no, no. We, we have to give it away because I didn't get it on his clues. Yeah. Oh. I, I, don't, I don't like how the goalposts are changing here. I you, feel you like said, no, dude, if you said like you can get a, a clue like sports or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the Alcock is twisting things up inside of me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jesus. I don't know the right. actor back right. then. I never used to pay right. attention to that. Like, All right, let's 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 see what this is. Mm-hmm. I'm crossing my fingers that it's porn. <laughs> What is it? <laughs> what is it? What is it? You bastard! James Olcock, Mr. Olcock, you are the greatest emailer of all time. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Oh God! Come on! There's I want to know so bad. The winning prize <laughs> is Garfield cards. <laughs> oh, I actually already have a copy, so no harm lost. We. Wow. I'm sorry that me and Mr. Alcock have so much in, tr- in common, but <laughs> wow, dude, <laughs> Garfield Cart. Now that's a game I played a few weeks ago that I didn't actually talk about on the pod. Wow, what a small I never world. heard of this, but holy crap! <laughs> I was looking at my Twitter feed one day. What is this? This is a joke. This is an inside Super Money Hub super joke. I think. Unless they happen to also follow Cheap Ass Gaming on Twitter and happen to also see the sale that Garfield Cart went on for like $2 and saw that I bought a copy just for shits and gigs because cause I, guess I, I guess I have disposable income now. <laughs> I retweeted and promoted. Yeah, yeah, $2 copies of Garfield Cart. I wanted to see if it would be good for a stream <gasps> or not. Oh my god. Yeah? Oh my god. I'm looking at yeah. it and it's I can't it's go just back. Mario Kart but with Garfield. I can't go oh, back. Oh, it's way worse. That you're giving it way too much credit. <laughs> Wait, Liam, did you just redeem a copy of Garfield Kart? <laughs> I can't go back. Yeah, I I, I thought you had like another website that you can do that from cuz once you put it in, that's it. <laughs> Garfield. <laughs> you stole Matt's Garfield card. Not, I mean, it was supposed to be yours anyway because I didn't get the the code, but I, you stole it from the viewers. You know, you stole the people's Garfield. I think card. they will be okay. <laughs> I think they'll be okay. <laughs> I'm gonna put a link to this game in the description, and Garfield's gonna wonder. We, we can make it why up to he's them getting later. more traffic this week. I can't believe I own Garfield card. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, there might still be a chance. Can you, like, put it in your... It's very positive, there... though. It Like, the reviews are very positive. Like, you got a good game. <laughs> I I don't know about that. I've actually tried out Garfield Kart. It's a port of a mobile game. 
a very cheaply made garbage mobile game with with uh oh my a, god a, what the fuck I don't know. There's there's not many ways to describe it. It's like grocery store off-brand Diet Coke version of Mario Kart. It is there is very little Mario Kart in there other than than inspiration. I'm fucking print screening this. J- just <laughs> just to give you some perspective, uh Final Fantasy 15 also got very positive. So, you know, <laughs> I could actually just buy a Garfield cart code and give it away on Twitter. <laughs> that's, that's what's going to happen. We're, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Good shit. Oh, Good shit. Holy it's time for us shit. to wrap up. I have to I have to pee real bad. So that means getting uh, Mr. Alcock's uh, wild ride out of this room into a different one. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Is that is that the end of the podcast? Did we just stop there? Did we? So uh, thanks everyone oh. for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Um, on uh, your way out, don't forget to um, uh, uh, remember the good times you had with Alcock. Wow. Uh, say thank you, Alcocks, for um, all the help they've given us. Mm-hmm. All yeah. the Alcocks of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, now Steam's asking me to install it. Oh no, Steam! Don't do that. I love you all, cock. Don't do that, Steam. (laughs) 